On this episode of Cheesesteak Sports, Dan and I talk about what we expect from the Philadelphia 76ers to end the year, the excitement that's surrounding this Philadelphia Phillies team, how the Flyers suck, and we give them all. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Uh, great to be back with you, Paul, as always. Got a lot to cover here today as uh, really the second half of the NBA season gets going. And um, we have teams in Philadelphia, two different teams right now looking to make looking to make playoff runs. The Phillies are starting up soon. It's a great time to be a Philadelphia sports Eagles fan. are still Super Bowl yeah, champs. that's still <laughs> insane to think about. But, um, I mean, the first thing I really wanted to talk about, I had a huge debate about this in work. Not necessarily me, but a lot of guys did the other day. LeBron James to the Sixers, the more, the more every every single day, the more and more it seems like it's a, a legitimately po- a legitimate possibility. Would you want LeBron James to be a Sixer? Dan, Dan, Dan. I know that that's your boy too, LeBron Freak two thousand three right here. That's his <laughs> aim or whatever. Yeah, aim doesn't exist anymore, luckily, yeah. so I can shed that as my uh, screen name. But I would obviously have to say yes. Um, I was actually, I was actually thinking this though, uh, today actually at work because the whole like Kawhi situation, I was like, would I rather have LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard? And I'm going Kawhi Leonard just cause he's more of a, not, not saying like LeBron's my guy. LeBron's the greatest player of all time. Let's debate, like come at me. Like Michael, Michael Jordan didn't do anything his first six years before Pippen and Phil Jackson showed up. So I, I mean, honestly, like people hold it up against LeBron for, you know, losing in the finals so many times, but that 07, that 07 team was complete garbage. So you're going to penalize my man for putting a whole team on his back and going against one of the greatest dynasties in our era in basketball. But anyway, anyway, back to it. Kawhi Leonard, I would rather have Kawhi Leonard than LeBron James just because Kawhi's defense, he knows Brett Brown. I think it would be nice to have a, a quiet guy who doesn't, you know, need all that, all that publicity that Embiid, Ben Simmons, and once Fultz gets along, we'll be getting. Okay. So I think it would be like kind of hard to throw LeBron in there. But like I'm a LeBron guy. I'll take him, sure. But if I had an option between LeBron and Kawhi, which I think is a possibility, because they yeah. said Kawhi's not happy in San Antonio, I'm kind of going a little bit more Kawhi just because of uh, longevity and probably would stay here longer than LeBron. Now, playing devil's advocate with you for a minute here, you know, you know Jamie a little bit, kind of through Twitter. Yeah, freak. He's Six talk three. about a process truther. Like this guy is everything you want. Like he loves the process. He trusts in it more than anybody I know, probably. And he's a huge LeBron fan too. Like, oh, similar the, to you. We're basically the same person. Um, but he was against LeBron, and just because it's not was, all natural. No, not even that. Because he he talks about the process, and like when you think about the process, it was to sustain success for a while. And then, and like LeBron, like. He, his whole thing was, if you get LeBron, he was fearful of it ruining the process and taking away, like, ruining the team. Different parts, like, whether you lose a Sarich or you lose a Fultz down the road. Like, he he was okay with it if it's, like, a short-term deal, like a two- or a three-year deal, it sounded like. But long-term, he his whole thing was, like, would I rather have one or two championships or, like, four or five like i know that's that's that's, that's we gotta get the first one first no definitely but you get lebron to the sixers like you're ultimate like you're you're the favorite in the east right away like with this team with Embiid, Embiid's already a superstar 
Like he's playing, superstar. He's, play, he's playing in the All Star game. All-star. He's, getting du- he's getting double teamed with a minute to go because he's the best player on the court. They had to double team him. Um, that's another thing. They should have never took him out of the game. They would have won the game, and he would have got freaking MVP. Uh, but that's right. With it would be interesting too to see how this team would work. How LeBron would mix with this group of guys with a guy similar to him and Simmons. I feel like he'd have to be. He'd have to be well, more LeBron, of a scorer. Obviously, he's LeBron, a scorer. LeBron can shoot. Yeah, he can like, shoot better than Simmons for sure. Like, you no, know, like LeBron really worked on, like. Yeah, but he would have to do that more. Like, he's a great facilitator now, and that that's exactly what Ben Ben does already. And you wouldn't want to have two of the same. Um, but, I mean, we can talk about that if LeBron actually signs. I, I mean, honestly, like, but, I would take LeBron and not in a heartbeat anymore. But See, with me, I was kind of against it in the beginning when it was like nobody really believed it, but talked about it a couple months ago because I was like, oh, it's like, it's not natural. Like, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and like that's kind of like changed my mindset on this. It's, cha- a little it's bit. changed all of Philadelphia, honestly. Yeah, like you bring LeBron to Philly. Like LeBron is sports. <laughs> like LeBron, everybody knows LeBron. You bring him to Philadelphia, and you're instantly a team that is expected to go to the finals. Honestly, like that's what it comes down to. I know we'd be really young, but you just like you're saying, LeBron took that team in '07 with the Cavs to the finals. Like, and you surround him with guys, young young guys that we have now. In Ben, Joel, Dario, just ten three, and you're you're looking at a dominant team. It would, it would be awesome. I'm I'm on board for it now for LeBron to come LeBron to come to Philly, because um, I think you're guaranteed you're guaranteed to make an appearance in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think that's a possibility. But the the one thing that really puts the LeBron to Philly on the map is just how great we're playing defense too, because that's like. I heard someone, I think it was Chris Carter today, say, like, uh, oh, like, LeBron's not going to go there because he wants to win in the playoffs. And the playoffs is a lot more physical, a lot more defense. You know, and beat that doesn't really suit Embiid. But I, I don't understand why he was saying it didn't suit Embiid because Embiid should be, like, he, he's good, got a good chance of being defensive player of the year. I mean, honestly, like, if we make the playoffs, if we are the four seed, I don't see why... You know, he would probably have to play. How many games has he missed so far? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Because I'd say he probably have to like because they're always weird about the amount of games you play. So I feel like if he at least plays like 65, 65 yeah, games, yeah. some something in that range, I, I feel like he should be able to get the award. And, and real quick, just talking about that with defense, like how great Embiid is on defense. Like even getting back to the All Star game, there I think it was Paul George trying to isolate him and. Reggie Miller, whoever it was announcing the game, was talking about how it was a mismatch. As Paul George drives, he gets blocked. Embiid covers so much ground with his length and his height, obviously. And, like, if anything, it was a mismatch for Embiid defending him. Like, it was unbelievable to see what he can do. Guarding a, a really good guard in the NBA at the perimeter and guarding him all the way to the basket, like, Embiid's special. Yeah. And, and that's that's the thing that we've been seeing. And, Honestly, this is one thing. This is what I remember. I walked in, and I was like, "Man, I have something to blow." The, what did I say yeah. when I walked in? I was like, "Man, I have Even something." Like a bold statement or something. I don't know. This I it was like more of like something to like blow the doors off. It's nothing like really that wild, but I'm just like I'm here thinking. I hear coward today. He was coming at um at people who tank, basically because uh uh Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, I don't know. I slipped my mind for a second. Uh. He was saying, like, we can't really tank anymore. Like, this is the end. Like, we're yeah. just doing it for a year and a half. Then Coward goes on his little tangent saying, 
this team's not one, blah, blah, blah. This team, Rockets didn't tank, blah, 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 all this stuff. But it's just going to be that much sweeter that when we do come out of the process that Sam Hinkie started, champions, and then you can just hear all those back noise. Like, like basically that Eagles video that I was telling you about that we both watched the 2017 Underdog. Yeah, the underdog yeah. Super Bowl video where you have all the personalities talking in the background saying how we're not going to do it, how tanking doesn't work. But like, if you look at this team, I would I would d- do it again. I'd do it every single time. Yeah. Honestly, what what Sam Hinkie did led us to where we are now and set up Brian Colangelo to get Ben Simmons, to trade up for Fultz. And that, that Fultz thing, that's just crazy, but... And you know, we've gone through we've gone through the the really really bad of the process like that's all behind us yeah. which is which is awesome. It's I amazing. Think I t- we talked about this earlier, one of our shows about the Eagles. Like when you go through so much bad, it's just gonna make that when that good comes, it's gonna make it so much sweeter. And that's what we we got to experience this past. I mean, really, it's two weeks ago with the Eagles and the whole run, just not two weeks ago, the whole run of the season, mm-hmm. the journey of the season. The ups and downs, even though they won 13 games of injuries and all that, like it'll just make when that moment happens even more joyous than it normally would be because of everything that for the Sixers that they've been through, that we've been through as fans, like of losing year after year after year, game after game. Like when we when we finally get to where we want to get, like it'll be it'll be special for for the city. And I mean, it, it's really amazing that the Sixers right now are at 30 wins. But the other thing is. Like all the collapses they had, they could yeah. easily be at thirty five. Easily, and that 35. and that's like it. That's like gracious. That's yes. like, I mean, that's not even taking as much as I think we deserve. And you look at the rest of their schedule right now. They only play ten teams with winning records, I believe it is, out of their next twenty seven games. Let's say they lose all ten of those games and they win the games they should win. Obviously, you play down the teams, you play out teams, whatever. But let's say they. That happens. They go seventeen and ten. You're looking at a forty-seven win basketball. Is team. that is that your? And that's like a four, four or five seed. And yeah, I think that's a really legitimate mark that's, for them I was, to get at. I wanted to ask 40, you, like what? forty-five to forty-seven. Like I don't see why not. They're playing. So you're going forty-seven, forty-seven wins, seventeen, yeah, seventeen I'm, more on the season. I'm. I'll go forty-eight. Yeah, oh, 40, I'll go <laughs> oh, Danny's. Did you say forty nine after that? No, 48, 48. Uh, I thought you just kept on going off one I mean, on me. But no, I'm I'm a lock in at uh, forty seven. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I think that we can easily win seventeen more games. Yeah, honestly, I really think that we could even win twenty. We, but we've gone to be through safe. the tough part of, of the schedule in the first half, and like you said, we won thirty games, despite blowing a lot won, of leads yeah. and learning a lot. And this team's only getting better. A lot of these guys are getting better. And we talked about earlier too, Dario. He's been he was unbelievable. I know it's a Friday night, uh, whatever, Rising Stars challenge. No, Not big. much defense is played. But that dude, his shot looks really good. Yeah, it's on. And, like, and it's amazing. consistent. Yeah, so sky's the limit for this team. And, like, who knows? You get in the playoffs, you can make a run, win a round in the playoffs. Like, it's it'll be exciting because it's been so long that we've had meaningful playoff basketball in Philly. And even, like, when we were in it as, like, the eighth seed, like, you didn't. Like, you're the eighth seed. I know the one year was fun when – Derek Rose got hurt. Yeah, that was real. That was took really the Celtics fun. to seven. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that but, was fun. Like, this is different because, like, you're really building towards something with a team that you're expecting to be there now, especially if they make it this year, year after year for a while. So that's awesome. What else is really exciting is the Philadelphia Phillies starting up. Um, I mean, spring training officially starts this week. 
And um, I'm, I'm really excited for the Phillies. And it, like, you can really tell like, people are excited about this team. And I, like you, it, get, it gets back to the Eagles. Like Everybody's been feeding off the Eagles and what they've done around the city. You had Jason Kelsey at camp the other day. You can only imagine. I wish I could be on a be a fly on the wall for for that uh that yeah. that speech. Whatever what do you he think he's saying to them? And he said he cursed more than he did in the the parade in the <laughs> locker room with that. Kappa was probably getting him going. Too. Yeah, like, Kappa. <laughs> I they, I saw a tweet too. It was similar to what you said last week about the Sixers. Like oh, the Phillies. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty funny. Well, I mean, anytime anything Jason Kelsey related now is just it's an instant classic. And I I mean there were talks earlier today about Arietta. And then now there's talks about Archer. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, but that would be a trade. So yeah. it's, you know, hopefully sometime this week, you know, we'll have someone else on the staff. And that would, that yeah, would be Yeah, it sounds out. like, I mean, I hope listen, Middleton was talking about them really being being after another starter. So they're they're talking every day, trying to see what they can, they can get. Uh, but it's going to be exciting to watch, watch this team grow. I mean, you're going to have... Expecting to have Kingery up soon, sooner than later. I know you have a good, good uh, second baseman in Hernandez, but I was reading an article about Kingery, kind of saying like they're gonna kind of use him everywhere because like he can play uh, second, he can play third, he can play outfield, and yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Kapler manages him with that when he finally does come up, and of course like the addition of Santana and Hoskins being up here for a year, Nick Williams, J.P. Crawford, like all of them working together. But ultimately, it's going to come down to pitching, which that's the main thing we're lacking right now. But our bullpen our looks bullpen, a lot better than Yeah, our year, bullpen sure. came on in the second half as well. Came and on, then we got then Pat Neshek yeah. back. And got acquired Tommy Hunter. And, um, yeah, we, we, we look good. We have It looks like we could possibly have, like, nine guys in the pen this year, which is a lot. Um, I, I mean, that's going to help when you're yeah. starting rotation. It's only going four or five innings, yeah. yeah. but It's going to be a fun year. Like I said last yeah. week... Or the week, yeah, I think it was last week. I'm just excited for them guys. Like, yeah, like we're sure. both like really, really excited. It's gonna be, you know, very eventful. I'm feeling really good. Get out to the ballpark a couple nights. Yeah, you know, it Dude. feels it feels like it today here in Philadelphia. Oh man, it feels, I walked out of the park today. It felt like summer because it's yeah, it was like 70 degrees today, and it's supposed to be 70 tomorrow too. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I wanted to play some basketball. Yeah, I, I feel that. I was like, uh, you know. I didn't see anyone on the courts. Maybe surprising. Tomorrow you gonna play? Yeah, I'll play. Yeah. I mean, I don't get done work until like five. six. I practice till five, but all right. Which which courts know. are we talking? Wherever. <laughs> all right, maybe Brownsville. Yeah, I'm I'm down. All right, I'll, we can hit up there. Right. We'll talk about it later. Um. All right. Yeah. So that's that's great. Dan and I yeah. are gonna play some outside basketball tomorrow, which is uh you know fun. Yeah, for sure. And um. One thing that's going around, actually, you know what? I I will skip that for the end, but I want to go straight to uh, Deuce Daly mm. being the assistant head coach yes. and Mike Grow being the offensive coordinator, which is like first came out the Mike. Groh. Yeah, I was gonna say it happened in reverse. Yeah, order, first came out like, Mike Grow. Wow. I'm like, shoot, Deuce. like what's up with Deuce? Like yeah. we blocked him from going to the Giants. Like that's good. Like I don't want him to go to the Giants, but like he's got to feel slighted. He's yeah. got to be upset. Like, oh man, Deuce is my guy. I got the Shady, jersey up. And Shady's got it too. Yeah, Shady's like, you gotta get him. So then, uh, who? Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And then, you know, later on the day, yeah. I get that little notey saying, Deuce Daly, 
assistant head coach. Yeah, so I got that. I got that just not too long ago. I looked at it like I guess right after the game and saw it. Okay. Uh, scrimmage, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see also what the Eagles do at the running backs position this year in this mm. all season. You know, I mean, you, I'd mm. expect Sproles not to be back. Well, Garrett, well, I really him? don't know. I I hope I hope they bring him back. Well, like, I, as of right now, the only person that they said they're not bringing back is uh, Jalen Watkins. Oh yeah, that's, I, just, I saw. That's that, the yeah. only person that is officially not coming back, and we're a hundred percent okay with. Well, I'm a hundred percent okay with that, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Dan is as well. Just because, you know, your your brother's the Sammy Watkins doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but no, seriously, like he he didn't really ever get anything done back in the secondary. And I mean, we got we got Howie's got to make some moves. Yeah, it's gonna be very yeah. eventful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you got to trust in Howie. So right now, let's let's name six six running backs on the Eagle that were on the Eagles this mm-hmm. year. You got Smallwood, Pumphrey, Barner, Sproles, Corey Clement. Oh, there's it's seven. JJ and Blunt. So. Hmm. What like what's gonna go on? Obviously, I think Barner's the first one out. Yeah, Barner's out. I don't. What Smallwood's contract is he? A, it's, he it's still on his rookie deal, so it's not like he's taking up that much money. Yeah, so, he, I mean, if if he'll be a practice squad player, probably unless someone else picks him up, which is a possibility. Um, like I said, I think Sproles is gone for sure. I think Sproles is gone. You're calling it. You're yeah, saying Sproles is definitely gone. I don't think they're gonna. Because he, he's due to be a free agent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's not under gonna, contract. I don't think, I don't think they'll pay him. Uh, Pumphrey, you don't. <laughs> if he can return punts, maybe, but like, you might have to just admit your mistake and like, hey, you you missed on Pumphrey, but you sure hit on freaking undrafted Corey Clement. Um, I I don't want to give up on the guy that easy when you got Clement, yeah, they moved, and up, possibly they moved Blunt. up for Pumphrey, but yeah. yeah, and he got us a Super Bowl, so it's like it's like, honestly like he can do like. Whatever how he does, yeah. he, I can't. Well, I, I would can't like. Complain. I would like to see Blunt back. It sounds like he wants to be back too. Um, I mean, but, why wouldn't you? You yeah. got the. Oh well, I guess it's not the best offensive line in the NFL. Did you see that article? Well, they weren't in the top ten. They weren't in the top I ten. Thought, when I first saw, because on Twitter it shows ten to like six, and then it says five to one. Click here. So yeah. I was like, oh, well, they must, must have been like five. four. I thought they were like I was five. Like, Wait, or something. they're not on the list. Like I didn't think it was real. Like you literally have for you guys that don't know what we're talking about. NF, I think it was NFL.com. NFL. NFL. Yeah. Lane Johnson quote tweeted it and said like, okay, like underdog, you know, underdog, yeah. something like that. But basically, we went through the top ten offensive lines in 2017, or was it for this upcoming season? 2017. Either yeah. either way, the Eagles had an All Pro center. And the All Pro right tackle and a Pro Bowl right guard, and they didn't even make the top ten. Yeah, that's and ridiculous. they won like they completely like if you watch them in the playoffs at all, they kept Nick Foles upright. Mm-hmm. And I can't say enough, but Vitai, you know, he really, really did did, up, yeah. did it. Like honestly, like, he killed it in there. It was amazing. But um, also yeah, speaking of the birds, real quick, Paul. Freshly tatted with his uh, Eagles tattoo. I always said, like, I'm not a huge tattoo guy personally. Like, I wouldn't really get one. But I always said, like, if the Eagles ever win a Super Bowl, or I'd, or I'd get a tattoo if, like, someone really close to me passed and I, in honor of them. So, Eagles won the Super Bowl. Two questions. What should I get and where should I get it? Do you have Are any you asking the people? I'm or? asking the people. But, like, <laughs> if you have any opinions, feel free to share. More so, like, where? Like, you would... 
only I'd be able to get it here. Why not? I don't understand. Cause, like, For just, you guys well, that like, can't see right now, Dan's pointing to the inner yeah. arm. But, like, I don't know. Plus, when you get older, too, like, you're not going to be in the, the shape you're in now. Dang, that's crazy. You're coming at my tattoo I'm not, right no, now. No, you're, you're just a bigger <laughs> guy. Like, it works. That's it looks good. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. But if you guys have any ideas, let me know. Uh, what I should get out. You saw John Marks got his uh, yeah, Nicky Foles Nick with Foles the Lombardi. Yeah. See, I would love to get something Foles related, but like you, you never don't want to know not... what's gonna happen like with an individual like that. Like, like someone tweeted to Marks like, oh, "What are you gonna do when Foles like gets picked up by like the Giants or like something like that?" It doesn't matter. He won, he won you your first Super Bowl. Like, What's I think Foles, my thing would be like, I don't want another man's face on my body. No, I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> saying face. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that that. Tattoo that Marks has is his face yeah, yeah, looking at the Lombardi, and I I mean like Foles did it for us. He brought us Lombardi, so I feel like if there's someone to be on there, it'd have to be him. Yeah. So no, I hear you. I mean it, it's it's all you know. I think you should there's get a, a, lot, a lot Vince of Lombardi fans. trophy. Just yeah. that's what uh did you see um the long snapper? Oh Rick Lovato. Rick Lovato. He yeah, got Lombardi. that today on like his. He already Side. had a tattoo on his chest. Just like it said like three and it was okay. like three lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about getting a chest tattoo now. Yeah, that's a good spot, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, enough about tattoos. Uh Dan wants to say something about uh some Philadelphia team. March Madness? No, I was talking about the team that sucks. No, well yeah, I mean the Flyers, well, they've won six out of the last seven. They're playing um, right now. Yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, when you listen and, like, you hear us say they suck, it's just because uh, hockey is, like, our least knowledgeable yeah. um, sport. Like, but that's the sport we follow the least out of the, for the Philadelphia sports teams. Um, but, I mean, we definitely stay tuned to what they're doing. It's just that that's the sport we watch the least. But also, there was this time if, for you guys that do like the Flyers in the beginning of the season – they they were stinking like the first couple games, then they went on a nice little streak. Then I was giving them like, oh, like the Flyers, and then they went back on it. And yeah, so yeah. it's just streaky. So I've just been saying they suck, and I'm gonna continually say that until they win a Stanley Cup. So that's just uh, what I'm doing. But that you know, right now six out of seven. Philadelphia sports is on fire since the Eagles won the Lombardi. Yeah. So that's pretty hype. Um, the I actually heard Jay Wright today talk about. His team. Actually, the interview was from yesterday. With who was Doug Gottlieb? Okay, I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, he um he was just saying like how how it's like how he really like but he said every year he feels like the team's really good. He's yeah. like Jay Wright. He's like I always have that special feeling about my teams because Doug's like oh like did you feel like special about you know your team that oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. won the national championship and then he's like. Yeah, but like I, I always feel like that, and I, you just gotta love Jay Wright. Like yeah. honestly, you you gotta love the guy. Um, the one other thing he he, I mean, obviously, like we see it, like this team's more talented than that team that brought it home. Except we just don't have the experience. We don't right. have any seniors on this yeah. squad. Yeah, so. this team. I mean, they're they're gonna be good if you can get Phil Booth back. I think that's a key ingredient to helping this team get where they want to get. I know Colin Gillespie right now, who went to Wood freshman, is getting a lot of key minutes. Has been playing big. Um, and it's really in an, an elevated role. But with Jay Wright, with guys like Brunson, Bridges, who could be a, a lottery pick is, from what I've heard, Mikel Bridges, um, uh, Spellman, like I think they have a really good roster. And it's March, man. It's like you could be bouncing the second round like they've been a lot. But I think this team has the makeup to make a run. 
They don't solely rely on the th- on the three like a lot of other Nova yeah, teams have in the past. They can shoot it really well, but they can also attack the basket well. And Spellman's a really good big, um, which is not something they've always had. And you look back to the team that won it, Ochefu was a different type of big. He was more of a bigs big. Spellman can shoot the ball a little bit. Um, but I think I think they can make a run. And uh, March Madness is a great time of the year. I can't wait for that. That'll be here sooner sooner than later, you know. So it's right around the corner. March yeah, Madness. It's, it's going to be so great. Like, honestly, like, it's unreal. It'll be it'll be weird though, for because like usually I the last three years I've been in Myrtle Beach for the start of March Madness, like yeah. for Selection Sunday, and then because we we would go to Myrtle Beach for spring break. So oh, be, we're not going this year. And we're not. <laughs> everyone's not in college anymore. So, um, yeah, I uh, I'm excited for. It. I was actually thinking about taking that Thursday off from work. That's you know, I I've never done it before because I mean, I, yeah. You know, last last year will I was you, on Will you be off the Friday? Like, yeah, you I mean, off since you're, I'm, you don't have I could do that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just stick with that. You know, yeah. go to work on Thursday and well, yeah. just have off on the Friday. But, like, at the same time, like, you only can take... Well, actually, you know what? I'm thinking right now I'm going to have a nice little setup on that screen. Then I'm going to be playing my own little 2K game up there. Yeah, I, I got it set up. I'll have this hooked up, and I'll have all the links up. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to get some DiGiorno's pizza... That. That's that's what's living the life right there. That's what I always think about whenever I think of March Madness. Because like one time, back in, I don't know, I I would want to say like 2005, I was watching March Madness with my dad, and it was like the one Saturday night, and they had the DiGiorno's commercial, uh, and then we went to like uh, Super Fresh, and then got Super Fresh. Yeah, that's a wow. throwback. And then we got uh, DiGiorno pizza and went home, and like it was like wild because I was up so late. Even though it was the super like fresh o'clock. off of Oxford, no, oh. the super super fresh down by uh, Cotman, right by Cotman, right by the GameStop. Okay, the yeah, movie yeah, stop yeah, yeah, by yeah. the Sears. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were just talking about spring break. Someone we used to go to spring break with is uh, no, Josh. Oh, <laughs> or Molly, Molly. Yeah, yeah, our Molly. And I, didn't, have, I didn't want to say here. Yeah, we, we have a Molly. Yeah, we yeah. have a Molly for this week. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's referring to a guy, what do you want to call it? We won't name any names, but it's good to have a nickname for them. So what do you what do you want to call the guy that we're referring to? Um, I'm looking around my f- my room right now to... Julius? Just, yeah, I guess we could go Julius. Yeah. Or Irving, I don't know. Yeah, just Julius. <laughs> we'll call him Julius. Why did you give me that look on Irving? Because I'll tell you later. But uh, so our, uh, a guy named Julius... It's 2018 now, so as Paul says, like people are really shooting their shots. It's the year to shoot your shot. I mean, um, we've all done it. I I would I want you, can you take it? Take it you're a good storyteller. You're a good <laughs> yeah, story but teller. where do you want me to start? Just start it uh, Saturday. All right. So well, uh, you can start a little before that. Like the jokes have come about okay. a certain somebody. So yeah. So there's this group of like um, of friends. I guess I guess that's what it'd be, but. Uh, Julius like liked, liked <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, Julius has been like saying like you know just look oh like she's cute blah 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 whatever whenever you know we run into him, and uh, basically he <laughs> I, I can't do this. You're good, I can't, you're good, you're good. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> he's like 
Oh, well, what am I? Do you, you tell? I right, can't. So, yeah, Julius. <laughs> the Julius threw me off. Julius has, anytime we see Julius, he's like, oh, like, she's cute. Like, man, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> talking about a certain, a certain somebody that he thinks is cute. Um, so, he hasn't seen this certain somebody in person in a while. A long time, probably. Probably a couple years, two, maybe three years, honestly. Um, and it so happens Julius goes to a friend's house on Saturday. And Julius sees her there. Now, at first, Julius is like... Yeah, you just said not... Julius sees her. <laughs> Julius doesn't say anything. Like, he hasn't talked to her really. He probably doesn't doesn't talk to her that much that night. Ends up talking to her towards the end of the night as he's saying bye. And, like, had a good vibe. Felt good about it. So, you know, Julius does what Julius does. Like, he's like, alright, I'm gonna shoot my shot. So, Twitter got brought up somehow in their conversation. And, um, he followed her on Twitter. She followed back. And Julius uh, slid in a DM, and she never replied. Um, so it was, it was rough, because at first Julius read, like, you can see if they saw it, and he said, oh, well, it says scene. He was really upset, Julius. Yeah, I told Julius, it's, it, I strictly said, it's blue. It's a blue check mark. Yeah, yeah. It's a blue check mark But it was Twitter. also 2 in the morning. So the next morning, he, like, later the next day, actually, he realizes it was never seen. Um, but that was a couple days ago. Still no reply. Um, <laughs> no, but the, the molly of it was that it he thought it was seen, but it wasn't. Yes, But yes. now, in all actuality, it probably was it seen. It most likely was seen. He's been coming up with a lot of different um, possibilities of what yeah, could happen. I mean, like, he was like, maybe she, like, she turned it off. Like, you can turn I was like, no, once it's seen, it would be seen. Like, if she turned off her read receipts or whatever on Twitter. No, I don't think he yeah, turned it off. I don't know. But he, you know, Julius, he's... <laughs> Coming up with all thoughts and ideas. But that's our Molly for, for our episode today. I mean, I'll tell one, too. I, I, I'll just tell my, right. my awkward story. Yeah. So I've been going to this new church, and their thing is uh, high fives at the beginning of service. I'm not a big high five guy. I think that's probably one of the worst things that you could possibly do. Uh, I, I kind of just want a redemption for the <laughs> my lack of putting words <laughs> when I was trying to tell the Julia story. Just because I, 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 I don't know. I know I can do better. But basically, they do high fives in the beginning for people who don't go to church. Normally, it's like a handshake or it's nothing. Like saying, like, hello, like, whatever. And um, so, I, I'm used to the handshake life. Even hugs. But, like, I think high fives are probably one of the most awkward things to do. Out of the four greetings, I think a high five is honestly the worst. It, I think it goes yeah. handshake, hug, knuckles, and then high five. Like, I don't think anyone really thinks of a high five as a greeting. Um so that's like the first thing I've ever, ever said about it. Cause my, my friend took me to church. I was like, I, I'm not a big high five guy. Like this is, I'm going to have to start practicing, blah, blah, blah. Like high five is cool. Like with your nephews and whatnot. Like I was, I was doing with like Jake and Russell yeah. earlier, but like for grown adults to greet each other with high fives, it's not, it's not cool at all. But, um, so I'm standing next to someone and it, it comes to that time and I go for the high five they go for a handshake. Then we do the old, like, you swap it. So then I went for the handshake. She went for the high five. And then we had to meet in the middle with a handshake. And then I was just, like, really flustered or whatever. And, like, she might, she, I, like, I think she said, like, oh, like, what's your name? And, like, I was paused for, like a, like, a good, like, five seconds, like, three seconds, just, like, thinking, like, how did that just happen? Like, this is why I hate high fives. And then I was like, oh, it's, it's my name's Paul, whatever. 
And then, like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is awful. So then I'm leaving later after the service, and I see her in a group. And she was telling them that story while looking like like she she nailed me down with like the with the finger point kind of like it wasn't like uh you did yeah, it you did it but it was like oh like you see over there and then I like seen it in the corner of my eye and I'm just like you gotta be kidding me this is why I don't like high five maybe she thought you were like hitting on her with like you introducing yourself or like whatever. the little joke or something yeah, yeah it wasn't a joke it was real life and it was uh, it was pretty awkward but I mean. Eagles are Super Bowl champs, so it's whatever. Um, gotta love the Mollies, you know? Gotta, gotta love the Mollies. Also, one thing I did want to mention, I'm glad I got on that little tangent because I would have forgot, but um, later this week, I'm, I'm actually seeing Black Panther tonight and Big Joe's seeing it, so I'm trying to get that Hunt for the One podcast going. I'll show up in the stream maybe a little bit later this week. I think we're going to record Thursday. It's going to be a little bit more like... Uh, not not really sports based at all, honestly. It's just gonna be like life based, you know, live movie talk, some TV talk, some pop culture talk about like Fergie's terrible national anthem. Um, not anymore because that's overplayed. Yeah. But you know, stuff like that, and uh, look for that. Look for that to come out later this week. Hunt for the one podcast, brought to you by Cheesesteak Sports, and go birds. We'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to get it like an outro going. Go Birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. We are Cheesesteak Sports. We all we got. We all we need. <laughs>